sometimes that is better. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a very special edition of Give Me Back My Horror Movies. It is I, your host, Nate. And with me, as always, is Charlie. Charlie, say hello to the good people, the beautiful people. Hello, all you beautiful people. Beautiful people. The beautiful Man, people. Man, beautiful people. Um, happy Friday the 13th, Charlie. Friday the 13th, sir. We made it to another one. We did. How many are in a year? I do not know. Usually Neither like two I. at most. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to look through the calendar right now. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't even want to look when the next one is. Um, So we're dropping this very special Friday the 13th episode. And on Friday the 13th. One, on Friday the 13th. To, if you're listening, us. drop day. It's now. Now is now. Now is now. Now and you made you, it. If you're listening later and you found us later, now was then. But Are you... Are you caught if up? You, if you listen to a new episode, now is now. That I think that's clear. I think that's clear as day. Just like, like the daylight it. that is as we're recording this on Friday the 13th. Yeah, we're kind of early today, aren't we? Well, we, we have are. to get this out. We got to get that's it out, so that's why we're early. Uh, there's a reason why we picked this one of all the Friday the 13th to choose from. I mean, we have 11 different movies to pick from. This was actually the 34th anniversary of the new blood the introduction to the one the only kane hotter yeah love me some kane hotter man yeah this is the guy that donned the mask for new blood he took over manhattan he then went to hell and then he went to space with this character what a legacy kane's been everywhere man yeah unfortunately they didn't let him come back to fight freddy which is bullshit but whatever I still don't understand that. I don't know. Yeah, it'll never make sense. Also, the way he got this role doesn't really make sense either. It was... He ate a bowl of worms? He ate a bowl of worms. A bowl of worms, and you go, that's the guy that needs to don a hockey mask. Yeah, even though that's not... Jason doesn't do that. No, not at all. I also like this is called The New Blood, which uh, he doesn't have a kid. No. It really um, leads to me to think that we're going to get Jason, baby, but we don't. It w- Man, there's so much about this movie. Tell you what, Bubba. Let's go ahead. Let's 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 hit this trailer. Let's let's right into it. I feel we got a lot to unpack on this movie. Um, yeah. So we got some history go. to give some special effects. People, we got it all. Jason, Friday the 13th, part seven the trailer this is the one you've been waiting for what's happening to me was it psychokinesis and these delusions no, I you're not to me. the yeah. one you've been asking for i mean we were probably hey, waiting Tina, for it isn't this where the jacket's back in the metal <laughs> you were asking for it nate the one You've been dying this Friday the 13th wasn't the consensual. I, wasn't back dying for. <laughs> I do not consent. I do not no consent. consent. Stop, Jason. Jason is back. Oh, 
good. We really should do this on some episodes. Only the ones where you get part but seven. This time, <laughs> yeah. Someone is waiting. Who the audience for the credits to roll? you can't see is the entire ending of the movie being visually shown to you in the trailer. <laughs> nice score, though. I do dig this score. Yeah. That's what I expect for a the 13, Part 7. The New Blood. Opening Friday, Who's the May New 30th, Blood? The deadliest day of the year. Hell yeah. All I have to say is... That explosion at the end of the trailer is my favorite part. <laughs> oh, I like at the very end of the movie when the house explodes. Michael Bay was watching this and when he took notes, he went, okay, okay, so house oh. explodes. So that's what people want in a movie. Make sure I add that to everything. 27 times. 27 times. Michael Bay, you're a genius. That's right, man. Never, that never was him change. To himself. Never change, Michael Bay. Never right. change. It's been a few years since I've watched this. Uh, there was a couple years back where i went and revisited everything except for eight nine and ten this was kind of like the last one i let off on because i think this is like the last hoorah in the series before it starts to really get bad looking at you jason goes to hell um shenanigans ah it takes manhattan's kind of boring man until he gets to manhattan are you serious it's probably one of my favorite it takes so long to get to manhattan (laughs) that i love jason takes manhattan I wish I had watched that boom box. Yeah, it really is. Well, we and could then... do Takes Manhattan because it wasn't the anniversary and we were doing a special episode. Right. So Nate's I like... wanted to do the final chapter, but then we figured this out and went, shit, we got to change it up. Yeah. So Nate goes, hey, man, it's there's actual Friday the 13th coming up. Uh, we should do a Jason movie, even though we kind of steer away from the the big names of Freddie and Mike. I not that we deserved a special one. Not that we won't ever do them, obviously, but he goes, let's do a Jason movie. I'm like, cool. There's like 11 to choose from. And we had picked, what was it? The we picked final, four, the final chapter, the final chapter, like probably that's, my second favorite one. That's young, young Corey Feldman, young Corey Feldman. I like that yeah. one a lot. Um, so I was like, cool, I'm in. And then he starts looking up dates and goes, oh, well, this one is having an anniversary. And it released on May 13th, 1988, I think yeah. that's what it was, 1988. And I was like, okay, cool, which one? And he goes, part seven. And I'm like, and New Blood. I'm like, oh, okay. I look it up going, damn it. This is the one I don't like. <laughs> I don't like this one. I love Kane Hodder. I don't like this Jason movie. It's just so weird and it's so watered down, which is unfortunate because there's some possibly fantastic kills that we don't get to see. Right. And it's going to be up to someone out there to maybe release the unrated cut. I just don't think it's going to happen because it's the Uh, seventh film in the series. Usually they focus on like the first three. Paramount destroyed all of the edited cuts. That I did not know. So, yeah, we're definitely never going to get the extra blood. It's something about Paramount's, what they do for movies is once something is on the cutting room floor, it's destroyed. We just destroy history. That's all we do. Basically. Um, yeah, this this movie could have been 
one of the best Jason movies. And it's not. No, I, it definitely has a lot of potential. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, no, 100%. Everything they kind of set up, except for the psychic. So all right, we're, we're, we're light speeding ahead here, brother, because I'm, I'm ready to kind of. I love kinda... that the movie opens up with a teaser trailer for the movie itself. Isn't that that was a thing though? Me. That's a that like, was a thing it with was these movies. Give you the flashback they? for all of them. I don't remember it being a thing for the movies. I usually like one, two, and three are all like two well, years apart. I remember um, they show the the young Corey Feldman beginning at the next one because Tommy's remembering himself as a child fighting Jason, and then it it jumps into him being older i think it's the one where he goes to the work camp that's that's five when he's older because then it does a time jump into like the early 90s because now he's older yeah so they they've done this like back and forth like i think they said this is the last one that does it they don't do it again in the i don't think they do it in the other ones but then again those are the last three i haven't gone back and revisited in forever (sighs) i do like though i wish other movies would do a teaser trailer to remind you of all the shit that's happened in the past movies Mission Impossible. I don't even know which ones I've seen and haven't seen because they all have different titles. Finding Dory. Let me remember how they found Nemo. Puppet Master. That way we don't mix up all seven, 19 million damn movies. I Die can agree hard. With that one. You know, if you got a movie that's got seven movies into it, give me a little rewind. Give me a little history. That's fine as long as I'm not binging them. But if I'm sitting there watching them back to back to back, I don't, binging them. <laughs> I don't need to remember the one I just watched because I'll be like, didn't I just watch this? Tell tell me in the one before where to stop, and then I'll put the next movie in, and it'll feel like just one continuous movie all the way through. All the way through. I'm down. It'd be like all a right. Netflix show. So let's well, start off with the uh, three sitting synopsis. I was going to say the you, numbers, the director, because he's a familiar face around here. That's right. Do you have you have your three sentences? I do. All right, Bubba, you tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Free from his water prison, he stalks the campgrounds once more. A new challenger awaits. That's kind of like his intro in uh, Mortal Kombat X, wasn't it? New challenger awaits. It was. Jason so this versus Freddy. was made on a very low budget of $2.8 million, which was a very high budget for a Friday the 13th movie. Um, yeah. And it's directed by the one and only John Carl Beekler, who, if you've listened to our double feature episode, mm. he did Cellar Dweller that we absolutely adore. I love Cellar Dweller. Somebody made a post about that the other day, and I had to chime in going, we love that movie. Everyone More people needs need to, to know it. about yes. the love for Cellar Dweller. Um, and he Deadly also did Spawn. the special effects for this movie. So yeah. the man the man knows how to do blood and gore. The problem is the MPAA does not. Dude, I, I still... have a bone to pick with them. I, I still don't understand the dynamic. I really feel like they just didn't want a Jason movie to come out. I, I honestly think that could be it at this point. I know there's like a fantastic like six hour long documentary made on all these movies yeah. that I haven't watched yet. But I'm wondering if they dive into that um, Maybe we because that. I know there's more violent kills in the previous entry where you actually get to see stuff. 
And that's then this that's one, my whole you thing. You get moments where someone gets stabbed with a knife and it's just the camera cuts away completely. And then after this one, they're allowed to get more violent. Like what was what was going on in 1988 where the you send in a horror movie? I honestly at that point I would be like fine. I'm putting the movie out and it's 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 not even going to have a rating. Like you can do that. It doesn't have to get an X rating. You can yeah. just go no rating. Cuz the movie made quite a bit for uh Paramount, I'm guessing is who owned the rights at the time. Yeah, Paramount remember. had it. It might have been New Dimension. Was it Paramount? Paramount. It made uh, 19 million yeah. U.S. and Canada. Fair. So, well, it I mean, did exactly were... what it was supposed to do, which is make them a butt ton of money. That way, they can then instantly start working on the sequel. That's why and Part that... Four wasn't, you know, the last one because they're like, oh shit, this made a ton of money. Let's go ahead and make Part Five, but we already killed off Jason. Let's stick to that. And then they went, oh no, now let's just bring him back for Part Six studios get in their own they damn don't ways. Understand. They just don't I, get it. It's like they, they look at numbers as popularity or something. I, I don't understand their thought processes. It's the same reason I don't understand why horror movies even bother trying to get an R rating. Put it out. I mean, the yeah, first thing there. I... Yeah, the first thing I want in a movie nowadays is I immediately want the director's cut. I'm like, okay, I watched it in theater or I watched it when it first came out. Now show me what the director really wanted. And, and I, I do I, feel like director's cuts have gotten better compared to like when DVDs first came out. And it was just like, well, just slap director's cut on it. And it was just a ploy to get you to buy that DVD. You got like, like now you 45 get seconds. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now uh, Dr. Sleep gives you like an extra half hour. It's, it's but, stuff but, like that where it's like, but yes. Why even extra. cut that out is my whole thing. It's like, just yeah. put it out there. We, we're we're to a point in society where we know what we like, we know what we want. If I'm going to go watch a horror movie, I don't need you to tell me what it's rated. I don't need you to tell me that, oh, there's violent imagery. Oh, there's gore. Well, I sure as hope there is, man. Because yeah, well, Between the MPAA getting in the way and then the studio getting in the way, because this was supposed to be the very first Freddy versus Jason. Yes. But then the rights uh, changed for one of the films with studios and it just kind of fell through. I think it so was new went, line bought it or, or new someone bought it from new line. The, the Freddie franchise, yeah, both franchises have kind of switched around so much. I can't they keep have. track and I just don't care at this point. I, there's a reason we don't have a new one yet. New Friday 13th because yeah. the original like writer is disputing, I think with the original director and, well, who owns Jason, not to Someone get one forgot to file the deadline recently. So one not to get has technically one. I don't know. Not to get too bogged down in the political part of it, but basically he did win the first one. The trick is there is no Jason in the first one. So hockey yeah. mass Jason, Jason still can be have movies, but you can never reference like Mrs. Voorhees or anything like that without paying the guy Which, that owns it. The fans are doing a pretty good job. You got that uh, 13 fanboy movie that just came out. I yep. think that was directed by Deb Voorhees. Um, Never Hike like Alone. It. There's a Never Hike Alone 2 Indiegogo mm -hmm. going on right now. Spoils of Horror, our friends over there, they've been, uh, you know, they've been campaigning pretty hard that, for that. Campaigning yeah. pretty hard for it. Uh, I need to do the same, need to get on board with that. There's so many now, man. We're, we're That's the like, hard thing. It's just hard to keep track. We we've we've well, backed you get my a attention. Few, I'm all bored. Yeah, I mean yeah. we've backed a few independent movies. I think uh, late night checkout starts filming 
or has started filming by now. Yeah. Um, yeah, by now it actually has started filming. But also, after it couldn't be the Freddy versus Jason that we all wanted, they decided Freddy versus Carrie. Yes. Because I definitely know when I watch the movie Carrie, I go, you know what? In a couple years from now, I want to see this woman fight Jason. I want to see Sissy Spacek fight Jason Voorhees. Yeah, That's exactly definitely. What I want. Her dirty and pillows and all fighting Jason. To answer your question earlier, the new blood was supposed to be the uh, character of uh, Tina. That's her right. That's her right name. Tina. What? Tina was going to become like a hockey mask like slasher? No, she was going to be the hair. Is it weird to say heroin because it's a drug, but it's also what you call the female hero. Um, but uh, anyway, you know what? I never thought about it. You know, we yeah. all just love our heroin so much. We all love heroin, but no, she was supposed to continue on in future movies. So it was going to kind of be like the, um, oh crap. What's her name from uh nightmare on the Nancy character. Okay, like As, bring her back. Yeah, they were do? just go around kick everyone's ass at like Paramount owned. <laughs> I, well, apparently, I mean, they tried to get him to fight Freddy, and I guess they still wanted. That's oh, God. I really want to rage on this movie. I really do, and I also want to respect it for what it is because it's our first Kane Hodder. Yeah, I, see, that's where I get complicated with it because I do kind of respect it. It is a by the numbers Friday the Thirteenth. And it, I do love how seriously it just plays the psychic fighting Jason. Right? Like it, oh, it plays God. it like straight, which in a weird way works to its advantage. Cause you're like, okay, yeah. But in this universe now, people with mental abilities can, you know, exist, whatever. Cool. That's, that's my issue. I don't know what it is that I can, I'm okay watching this supernatural Supernatural killer. zombie, his ribs are literally showing. <laughs> his spine is exposed. I'm okay with that, but when you go, oh, and he's fighting this uh, psychic teleconnected chick, and I'm like, nah, I'm out. Oh, that's where you're out. Oh, that's, that's where that's, I'm that's out. That's where we draw the line. Yeah, I'm like, I can't believe that. I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not in. No. I, I I don't know what it is. And, she, and, it, and man, they go like, I'm trying to think almost like scannerish with the music they play every time she like does her wide eyes and concentrates on something. And oh, the wide eyes are definitely supposed to be Carrie. There's no uh, doubt about that. She stares like at those nails and it's like, and they fly <laughs> out. I'm like, this man has literally been shot, stabbed, burned, blown up everything. But these nails watch out. That's They're going to sting. No, I don't want to get into it just yet on one of my complaints too late. for telekinesis. You know what? Screw it. Too late. There's too late. a moment where she drops an entire deck on Jason. He It all comes crashing down. She gets to the house with her friends, the remaining survivors. And she's like, I killed him. And yeah. it's just like, you just saw everything else he took through. Right. No, you didn't. Nope. You did not kill Jason. Not even a little bit. Although, I don't want to take anything away. That really was Kane Hodder under a roof that was collapsing on top of his head well he was a stunt man that's he was he a stunt does. man that's what he does he did yeah. that one and he actually fell through the stairs um those were two of like his big stunts that he did in this as movie. well silly as it is to have a light bulb hit jason in the head and that's what makes him fall down oh it's such God. a good shot of him falling down through those stairs that is the that it's is the awesome part. stunt work 
But man, if it doesn't go Looney Tunes in some scenes of this movie, the gas can, the, I, oh, come on. <laughs> I, I really never were you ever... waiting for the Benny Hill music to be like I was waiting for that in some of the woods scenes like, what it is is Jason runs into one door and then he comes out the third door all oh, the like, Scooby Doo yeah seventh door and then Jason goes through the middle door yeah and then they come then, through at the same time and then Ash runs through another yeah, door back in the Michael background. Michael Myers walks through. Then Freddy walks through. I would have loved and this movie. And then it'll be a missing scene where they couldn't get the rights to Carrie. So that was when Carrie would have actually came through. You'd have gone to a school and it was prom. I a thousand percent feel like we've already made the movie better. But the Benny <laughs> Hill. How did we not get Jason at a prom, actually? How did yeah. the prom party not go to Camp Crystal Lake? As and much, that was like going to be the special thing. That would have been awesome, dude. Right? You could have Why had are we so not many, that? like a high ass body count. This one's got a pretty decent body count. We're not going to get into it yet. No, we can't spoil it. Twenty minutes in. Yeah, but, we're literally just started, and we're already talking about kills yeah. and what we hate. And <laughs> we're rating this thing like, screw it. We're raining blood in it now, bitches. But no, it's. <laughs> The movie just instantly, like, throws characters at you. Like, ah, these people, they're driving up to Camp Crystal Lake, whatever. These people are partying. These people are partying. Yeah. You have a doctor who's, like, the worst therapist ever. He He's uses horrible. that classic 1980s technique of, you're a lying piece of shit, garbage human being. Tell me the truth. Yeah. All trying to get her to do her psychokinetic, which technically, I guess, the movie kind of sets the 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 place of she had been there before somehow yep jason jason wasn't around jason she was, was dead so it definitely is after part 6 okay jason's so dead jason's dead after part 6 they He's drowned in the she, in the lake they're at the camp grounds with her family and she gets mad at her dad and well, he sounds a, like he's a drunk abusive asshole is what, what I gathered out of it. Now I kind of got that. You only hear his voice for literally a minute, so you're just assuming this. Well, what we know is his voice directly for a minute at the beginning. She yeah. gets mad, inadvertently kills him with her psychokinetic powers. You stand on the dock that has a roof, and then she just collapses it all on him. Yeah. And, that, and he falls into the lake and drowns. No one ever bothers to go find his body, at which point they would have also found Jason's body. Because he's down there like an aquarium decoration, he which I've seen people recreate. Have you seen that? There's those people no, that I have, have recreated. There's someone did it in their fish tank, but I guess someone's actually done it at some lake. That there's oh, a full awesome. on like weighted mannequin of Jason from this movie, and he's down there with the chain and a chunk of concrete holding him down. Imagine scuba diving in that and like coming across that without knowing. Look, man, I already have a fear of, like, water and stuff like that, that I'm like, I'm not getting in there. And this also only infuriates me more that I watch this movie and then I go and watch Freddy versus Jason and Jason's scared of water. And I'm like, no, he's not. He literally pops up and out of, in and out of water the entire movie, it seems he's like. He's an in this. excellent swimmer. You'd think like he would Olympic be Olympic gold status. He's like, I've, I already died in water and I can't die again. So why am I scared of water? But we're not talking about Freddy. It makes Jason. sense because of child Jason being afraid of water because of drowning. So I, I get guess, it. Yes, but 
I totally this, get it. This movie totally dished, you know, not like this came after, but someone should have watched this movie, you know, and went, oh, wait, he's not scared of water. Why the hell are we trying to throw logic at a Friday the 13th movie, though? Because there's a psychokinetic girl fighting Jason. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's where we draw the line. I forgot. I forgot. And technically, she does. She's not even the one that kills him. Technically, uh, this movie ends really weird. Oh my god! <laughs> so let's get back to the campers as we are rush, rushly, rushed, hurriedly. I don't even know the right word to use. We're introduced we- very quickly to all of our victims. I like that. Good save, Nate. Yes, you're um, welcome. So yeah. what happens is. She is being taken back to the cabin, and there's just a bunch of strangers that she doesn't know that are staying out there for the weekend for a party, as a, you know, a all teenagers surprise do. Surprise birthday party. Yeah. Not counselors or anything like that. It's what anyone does when they want to go out for the woods for a weekend. They rent out a cabin with their friends, drink a bunch, it, and have is a that good time. what they do? Because yeah. I've never done that. Uh, it's because you live in the woods, so you don't have to. That's right. I'm like, why are you what guys coming to my do? house? As a city folk, that's what I got to do. Oh, okay. That makes more yeah. sense now. Um, so basically, we just get set up to introduce to a bunch of people that we know are going to be our victims down the line. Fodder. Other people that are going to be just there, just because. No no reason why. You don't need a reason why. Every Friday the 13th movie does this. I Yeah. Like, I understand the camp counselor angle. They're there. Kids are there. And that is a reason. This one is just by happenstance that everyone happens to be there. I mean, the only reason that Jason comes back to life is because of her telekinesis power. She's she, thinking about her dad. She, she thinks tr- she can like raise her dad from the lake. And she tries to do that and inadvertently raises Jason instead. Well, something is telling her to raise her father. Like she could hear her father's voice, but the signals what? got crossed that, you know, it happens all the time with psychics. What? Yeah, apparently they get attacked the by signals puppets. Signals get crossed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she inadvertently awakens Jason. And but... the weird thing is, when she does that, she then passes out on the dock. You see Jason arise from the water, and yeah. he doesn't instantly just go over and like stab her real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, the doctor and her mom come out and like. Wake her up. The doctor's like, you're a lying piece of shit. There's no one in the water. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a terrible therapist. Yeah, I'm a terrible therapist that's trying to use things that you see in your vision to trigger your telekinetic and stuff like that. But no, I want to go back to Jason, though, because he was killed originally by tying the thing around his neck and holding him underwater. Yeah. Um. So if she brought him back to life, wouldn't he just be like, oh, yeah, oh, shit, bloop, and drown again? No, she broke the chains as well. Oh, did the ch- I miss yeah, that she Yeah, like, she broke all the chains off him as well. That way he could fully ascend. And then we get Jason going on a lovely murdering hike. It was a nice hike. It this was one- a nice hike. He's got good cardio. That man is walking all over the place. He's setting up bodies. He's killing people. That's a lot of exercise. And, like, he'll, like, move one body, then he'll move it again. Like, the this, man stays active for a person that's been drowned in a lake for 10-plus years. 
he's very, very active in this because, yeah, you're right. He doesn't just kill people. He then stages the bodies afterwards. Or he'll kill someone. It'll show up, just go on a hike. He's not going after anyone. Plus, he keeps finding random tools throughout. Yeah. It's never I, explained, which I love. It's just like, oh, you know what? I got this really long, like, meat hook thing. Cool. Now I got a sigh. Now I got a buzz saw. Yeah. So I'm guessing there's like a uh, gardener's shack somewhere <laughs> and he has access to it. He was like, them damn kids are whacking it in my tool shed again. Oh, whacking in the tool shed. But it's like he's, he stabs the first couple people with a, a flag holder. Is that and what I'm, it was? I I'm, couldn't tell what it was. I'm, I thought it was a piece of a shovel at first, like a gardening shovel. Well, if you remember, it's stabbed. It's an embarrassing in, way to get stabbed. It's stabbed into the post because she screams that she saw him in a vision. And then there's a brand new one in the therapist's desk. I Yeah, there's the one in the therapist's desk, which never made any sense because... He it's had the like other one. went and rummaged through a desk and grabbed that. No, but his was brand new. And the therapist saw the one stabbed into the post, not the way it should be installed, like literally through the edge of it. And I'm just like, this makes no sense. He also stabs a girl through the back. But when we see the reveal of her body, he stuck her to a tree. So he stuck her in the, like the upper chest. That's our very first victim. And this is where you can tell instantly the MPAA got in the way oh, because God. he grabs her. You just you think you're going to see the stab and you don't. And you get a slight reveal of blood. It's like, all right, clearly we were supposed to see that plunge into her. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, then the next victim is like her boyfriend where that same uh, flag post gets thrown into the back as he's yeah, he, run away. He, and then he, he gets picked up and like launched. Yeah, he like Rambo throws the knife and goes through the guy. Not knife, but it's like a knife edge. Yeah, and he's the master of stealth, that Jason. He don't make a sound, dude. He does not make any sounds. He is just I'm a very loud human being. I can't walk anywhere without making loud noises because I'm always falling down. You would think my stepdaughter earlier today. Awesome. You would think I'm Jason in our house for the amount of times my wife screams every time she like turns around. Ah! I'm like, who do you think it's going to be? Like, literally, there's three it's little It's going to be Jason. That's who. Yeah. We were raised with them. So we're, it's ingrained in our head that, oh, oh my God. if I don't know someone's behind me, it's Jason. It's automatically Jason. Well, in this movie, it is. Every time they turn around, there's Jason. I, and I also love, I, God, I swear to God. There's a scene in the movie where he stages a body and one of the girls sees it, screams, and he pokes his head out around the tree like, oh, ho, ho, yeah. somebody <laughs> found got it. my victim. <laughs> <laughs> I could help but laugh because it was so cartoonish because it wasn't like he stepped around the tree. It was he leaned and it was like, whoo. Ah, <laughs> what is going on? It's Jason just enjoying his kills. It's been a long time. Him being in that lake, he's like, "I'm back, baby." He, I, I would, I would have, I actually loved it more had we have gotten him like 
going into the tool shed and seeing all the weapons he's getting ready to use. And when he's, he's like, like heavy breathing, like <sighs> selecting <sighs> it, like pick one up and go uh, put it back down. Because, oh, yeah. Like he's like, you know, going through his inventory, essentially. Yes. I think that would have been as Plus goofy he's doing as an this... inventory count of what he had left before as... he drowned. Like, hey, <laughs> who took my shovel? As insane as this movie is, I feel like it would have fit and I would have been happier. Because, now, because this movie is taking place in 1988, I realize at the party, you get it's stereotypical 80s. I feel like that is peak 80s. You get a girl oh, yeah. saying outrageous. You have the nerdy guy, the nerdy girl, um, the preppy girl, the bad boy who drinks beer in the worst possible way that you can drink a beer by like mm-hmm. slamming it all down his face. But everything that I was watching, I was like, oh, this is what Stranger Things is replicating. It's this type of 80s. Yeah, it, it's you know? it's not quite the neons and everything that we that people love to think that's what the 80s was. I lived it. That was only on TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was damn rich people because only rich people can afford to rent a damn cabin out in the middle of the woods and have a party. And I wouldn't know because, once again, I never got invited to them. That's that's kind of what I was saying earlier. I was like, I have yeah. no concept of what all this is. That's what I have to do as an adult now is rent out a cabin. And it's and of course in every Jason movie, it's Bone Town, man. It yeah, it is. is. There's a moment where three different couples are getting it on at the same time. Same three time. Three different babies are about to be made at the same exact time. I don't know what that happens to the, uh, the timeline of Earth. I feel like something bad. I I have no idea. They're saying that there's like a decline in baby making now, but I was like, man, I'm sure we still have some extra from the 80s. Because... Once again, we're all scared from Jason. He's going to get us. So that's why the baby making's going on decline. Oh, God, man. They were in a van getting it on upstairs, downstairs. One dude gets blue balls. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> all you can do is go, it's a Jason movie. You know, this, well, this has to be in it. You know, our next group of victims... One's, you know, about to get it on an intent, and he does, Charlie, one of your favorite 80s one-liners. What is, which, oh, I'll be back? Yep. I'll be back. You never say that in a movie. No, we le- but we learned that guy that found a way to say it. I'll be back. I'll be back. Well, that we would have had Arnold in 88. And this guy, what I love is Jason is playing hide-and-seek with him. Yes. <laughs> Dude. It, He's like. Watching him, waiting for him, and then when he does finally sneak up on him, he bursts his hand through the back of the guy's, like, back and bursts through this chest. And just, yeah. Then him. Probably and now, one of the more graphic kills in the movie, to be honest. It is one of the more graphic ones. Yeah. Like, and then, guys, he just wanted his machete back. Man, he just wants his machete back. Because that's exactly what he gets. And he doesn't even get to use it on our next victim the lonely girl in the tent. Instead, we get one of the most iconic kills, I think, in the entire franchise. Iconic enough that they reference it again in yeah, Jason X. Yeah, they're like, let's just recreate it in Jason X. And to read and find out the struggle they went through to, to pull this to, one like, off yeah. is hilarious. And one of the outtakes, or should have been an outtake, made it onto film was Kane Hodder got so pissed off it wasn't working that he kicked the mannequin in the sleeping bag and they put it in the movie. 
It's so effective for the character, though. It is. It's like I did. I already just slammed this uh, girl up against a tree. I'm now gonna kick her, <laughs> just to make sure. I mean, it's definitely gruesome. Her screaming, like being dragged, yeah. that sleeping bag, like thrashing back and forth, and then that thud up against the tree. It's like, ooh, that's still gross. See, I think the the one of the and this is the issue. We know they were filming full kills in this movie. They had to have been because oh, stuff they got definitely edited. were. Had they been able, had they known that was something that was gonna like affect them, I feel like they could have gone a little more. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. The sleeping bag kill is so effective, but not as gory as it could be. But everyone remembers it. Yeah. So if if they knew that's how they had to make this movie, I think they could have done got more creative with some of the kills, and not had to been like oh they're they don't well, want us to show cool the knife coming through their face our imagination would kind of fill in the void the problem is the way it's edited together because you can tell the cuts is oh. you're like oh i was supposed to see something really brutal there and i don't that's or the hard instead, part of if this they movie. could have had a creative decision of like well we can't show that so instead of cutting it what if we shot this way what if we you know set up the scenario a little bit more different that pays to our advantage yeah, so I'm, and I mean, uh, one of the girls gets killed a little bit later, but since we're on this topic, it's the perfect reason to bring it up is the kind of nerdy girl that dresses up and she gets, she finds one of the dead bodies and Jason stalks her into one of the uh, cabins, shed something she ends up in. And she hides from him by crawling under a wall. She's like in this little closeted area with a dirt floor. Once again, a nice little hide and seek game. Perfect hide, and this one's this one's setting up the suspense that I like in these movies. We know she's gonna die, but still, when we you can watch this when. movie, yeah, he's like looking, and I always love the when they're looking through the crack of the wall, and Jason just turns his head directly at the camera and stares. I lo- I love it. It's just a total trope that is perfect in these movies. But she hides. Jason goes out of the building and comes back around through the back carrying like a scythe or a meat hook or something and she is hiding and like up against the wall clutching her shoes and trying to be as quiet as she can jason bursts his arms through the wall grabs her and then all of a sudden the camera is outside of the entire building and all we we hear is a screen anything nothing and, like, that's one of those cases where you could tell where it was starting to build up and showing that hand with the sigh, because I think that's what it was as well. I think it was, You could yeah. tell we were supposed to see something happen. And it oh, doesn't. it was, she was probably supposed to get her head cut off or something. Yeah, like, something bloody was going to happen. But um, they they don't even do, like, from behind Jason, like, stabbing her or something, because I think something like that would have been effective. Like, show him, like, cut her through the waist and her legs fall but he's still holding the top of her yeah from from behind we didn't show the act but now you kind of know what happened yeah you you see the act but not the gore so and the his back was like we talked about you see his skeletal system everything so it's not like you would have just been looking at a mass of nothing it would have been interesting and you just had highlights to see yeah or uh rip her arm off and throw her arm down anything to go. She died a brutal death and it was so brutal. We couldn't put it on film, you know, not, Oh, we're outside of the shot. And all we now hear is a scream. That was bullshit. 
Period. We also get our next couple that goes to Bone Town. They decide to skinny dip. And yeah, this the is skinny the skinny dip scene is pretty sweet because we get a guy that gets an upswing axe to the face. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those where you don't see it, but you get to see the aftermath that I thought was really effective because his face from like the bridge of his nose to his mouth is completely split open. Yeah, I still feel like it was really dulled down. Oh, it definitely as far was. You could have shown like blood just splatter all onto a yeah. tree, onto the ground. Like, but man, that thud. Oh, I hurts. love it. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I love it. Um, and then this is where we get to learn that Jason is so damn good at swimming because somehow he just sneaks into the water and then just pulls the other girl I, down. He just the, drowns her. The way they do the underwater shots, and, and honestly, there's a reason they're doing underwater shots, you know. Yeah, there was a reason why we were getting the Jaws uh, um, camera angle. <laughs> it's a Jason movie. So, uh, but apparently. There were he, went, oh, that camera's going to go in. real (laughs) close uh because this movie teases us a lot on nudity in this movie the beginning of it you're kind of like oh we didn't see anything oh and then we get the skinny part skinny different part you're like oh i saw everything (laughs) yeah you get dracula dead everything dead loving it i saw everything but i felt like jason had to have been like a synchronized swimmer or something because the way they do this where <laughs> he's under her and then the shot the camera's above the water below the water i'm like I, f- I just picture him down there with one of those little uh swimming caps on and he's doing all those little moves <laughs> yeah. and spins well, what we don't see off like camera is him doing all his stretching oh yeah you know i mean it's, I mean, you got to stretch, man. You got to. Although, if we go the Woody Harrelson way, he goes, you ever see a tiger or a lion stretch in the wild? Always ready to pounce. Just always got to be ready. <laughs> always. Which he is, because now we have our next couple that is uh, boning it up. As they're in the van, as you had mentioned. Yes. And they think it's one of their friends messing with the van outside, because this van's a rocking. You don't come yeah. knocking. That van's a rocking. You don't come knocking. And instead, they open up the doors. There's no one there. So the guy's like, we'll go out and see if it's Matt or whoever. And Jason just, like, lunges onto this guy and crushes his head like a can with his bare hands. Yeah. And the guy's got, like, a party horn with him (laughs) as well. Yeah. (laughs) Which then Jason goes, oh, you know what? I don't have any of my weapons from the tool shed that the kids keep whacking in on me so <laughs> what i'll do is i'll take this potty this party horn and i'll slam it into the girl's face but once again we don't get to fully see it and no. i feel like we were supposed to see full prosthetics of like an eye like, like through her eye socket or so, yeah. or even in her mouth and give me that gag of like all oh, the air leaving her body because otherwise what i really want is him using the machete and like slicing her head off when she sticks it out the car door window. You know, those are the moments I want in this. I movie. thought he was going to basically like push down on her because half her torso that would have out worked. of the window. So I thought he was just going to like snap Fold, her. Fold her in half. I, I yeah. Like the window being partially up, that, that would kill someone. You know, he's got the power or show it like cracking through the glass and then cutting through her. But no, that's not what we get in this movie. No, we Nate, we need to remake getting, part seven. 
I should make re- remake part seven. I'd do a damn good job. I think. I think we would. We already. It would be a prom party. <laughs> exactly right. We already got the set. And you want to know re- what else took it. place during a prom? Carrie, you're welcome, studio. Boom. <laughs> it's connected now. Now it works. Yeah, bastards. Um, even when he's crushing the head like a candle, it's like it's graphic, but you don't get this. There's no payoff. There's yeah. no payoff. You you uh, get the a you lot get of tension, be- but with yeah. nothing. You get the beginning act, and like you said, yeah, the tension building up to it because you're like, oh, he's gonna kill these people, obviously, and then there's no payoff, and it's like, come on, I know we got payoffs in other movies. Why this one particular? Like. What damned I, I think this what movie? Said. They just did not want to have another one come out. It had to be, man. And, I, and the studio was just probably not in the mood to fight it. They was just like, whatever, do yeah. what they want. And it's strange, too, because like 88, that's still not quite the rise of like talk show hosts like Ricky Lake and stuff like that. That's no. blaming all the music and movies on your violent teenager. Well, you know, that was as... like more early 90s, I feel. It, it kind of was, even though, I mean, later in Jason Goes to Manhattan, he does talk shows during the promotion oh, of that. Maybe it was. The, yeah. Go, well, he was on Arsenio. We had Don, we had Donahue, I think, in the 80s, didn't we? Him. Uh, Geraldo, Geraldo. Yeah. Was uh, Maury Povich before he started doing Your Baby Daddy? Yeah. I don't know. I think he, he was He used 90s. to do stuff before, you know, it's not your daddy. Yeah. You are not the father. Jason, yeah, then you get interferes. terrible reactions from you horrible human beings. Not the father. Let's chase him around <laughs> the studio. Now, did you know that Jason is a fantastic electrician? Yes. Because this movie taught me that he knows. Hey, if there's a box with electricity, just rip the wires out. Yep. He knows. Well, I mean, again, he's in the groundskeeper's shed. I'm sure there's some electrician tools, like a, a, a schematic that tells him, you know, like where the main panels are for everything. The man knows his stuff. The man knows his camp. He's lived there his entire life. Yeah, so he's got everything memorized. Yeah, he's got it. Um, he's down. It is strange, though, because in the next victim that we have, there's a random lightning scene to reveal that Jason is hiding in a corner of a room. It never rains in the movie at all. It, But it we get doesn't. that lightning scene, and it's very effective because it's like, oh, shit, there he is. There's actually two scenes of lightning in this movie with was there zero one? with the doctor zero rain. The doc remember the doctor in the woods. We'll get to that kill in a little bit. There's a flash of lightning, um, and then the reveal of the uh, dead body because he gets lit up, and yeah. there's no rain. There's there's also <laughs> a puddle. There's no well, rain. That's clearly where the rain did happen, just in that one particular section of the woods, and only that section of the woods. And that was it. I've totally, I, I just put that together now. What the hell, man? But like him high in the corner and having that lightning, I was like, oh, that's cool camera effect. Like, I, yeah. I like that. Like, that's no, good. It's... Like, John Carl Beaker horror. Like, I really enjoyed it. And then we just get a, a knife to the stomach and that was it. Lame. You know, like there was Lame. really nothing to it, um, which doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> oh, nothing. None of these kills make sense, man. I mean, it's because they don't give a payoff. So I'm just going to say none of these kills make any sense. I mean, we do get a classic kill. Our nerdy guy, he gets a machete to the neck. Yeah. Because he was, you know, hooking up with a preppy girl. She says, nah, I don't want to be with you anymore. So he goes downstairs. He finds a uh, 
personal penis enlarger gift, which is just a magnifying glass. Classic yeah. Spencer gifts joke. Mm-hmm. Classic. And then Jason sneaks up on him, machete to the neck. He's oh, yeah. taken care of. Now, our outrageous girl, she is upstairs alone. She finds a head decapitated. The nerdy and, guy's head, too, right? Yeah. yeah. So I somehow Jason has snuck upstairs. With the head. With a head and staged it on the window bench for her to find and snuck back out. Yeah. Yep. And then when she finds it, she wigs out. He just grabs her and throws her out a window. Oh, yeah. Thuds into the mud. Can you fly, Bobby? And that's what happens. (laughs) It's not as good as the body thrown in Deadly Spawn, but it's still pretty good. That's one of my favorites. I don't think that'll ever be topped. (laughs) So... He's got all these people he's killing left and right. He's hiking through the woods at night on a lovely stroll. We have this ridiculous plot line with the doctor and the mom arguing about Tina's well-being. Yeah, there the is mom so finds much him out. drama in this movie that was not needed. Like they really went all out to ensure that you were buying this story. Yeah, which no, I it, don't know why. It was ridiculous. I mean, the all, all, most of the movie, all you've heard is Tina crying. And wanting to go home. And the, and doctor, the doctor saying just yelling at no. her. <laughs> and yelling at the mom and yelling at her. And the mom's like letting the guy get away with it. She yeah, finally I mean, he should have been fired right out the gate. Yeah. She finds like, a videotape of him saying he's trying to elicit an, a reaction for her telekinesis. He's not trying to help her. He's trying to expose her. That and way he can throw her on Gerardo's show. Boom. Yeah. The man's trying to make a name for himself. And then we get to where now we finally get some payoff with the doctor is going to get his we come do, up. We do, because the doctor and the mom are arguing in the middle of the woods. Jason, of course, after he's done doing a nice nightly stroll, mm-hmm. comes up on him. And the doctor just like like sees him and holds the mom still and just lets Jason yep. stab her in the back. And then he runs. I don't know what that weapon was. What do you There's call it? There's a that? lot of... I, Honestly, it's like a really long knife that I guess you would use for cutting weeds manually. I don't know. Dude, I there's some stuff I have no idea what he's using in this movie. Like, he's he used a flagpole holder, man. I don't know what else. <laughs> we got to get creative with the kills. That's the one thing I appreciate about this movie was the fact that, like, Carl Beekler obviously went, all right, he's used the machete enough. Why don't we just start handing random weapons? Which you is know? fine. Let's, but let's, I get, you know, shake it up a bit. I get no payoff, though. Which just makes me mad that I see, like, that should have been an excellent kill, but it didn't work. It didn't happen. what happens when you have people that this movie is not meant for rating the movie. Yeah, because when the, and this is one of the points where the doctor is running through the woods, obviously knows that Jason's there. He finds one of the weapons bloody on the ground. He picks it up. And then lightning flashes and he sees a dead body of one of the boys in the crotch of a tree. And he's just staring at it, looks down at what he's holding and goes, oh, shit, maybe I should put the murder weapon down. (laughs) And we begin the whole Looney Tunes thing again of Jason pops around the corner with a brush cutter weed eater. Okay, so that's what that was. I didn't know what exactly that saw blade was meant for. Oh, that's for cutting like, It's brush. attached to a weed eater for sure. Yeah. Okay. My best friend's dad had one, and it is the scariest freaking <laughs> thing. It sounds like a nightmare. 
Dude, you you double and triple check how tight that bolt is. You throw some Loctite on that bolt. If that blade gets dull, <laughs> you throw the whole damn thing away as far as I'm concerned. But, oh, there's, I'm sure there's like things like the, the that his dad would tell us like every once in a while it would have, the, the bolt would back out and the blade would take off across the ground. Like, you know, Ugh. like commando Imagine just through being it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Your ankles, goodbye. Right. Or it it could go anywhere. It's going in a circular motion. So if it hits something, it's ricochet from hell, man. But uh, terrifying. And they were so dead set on using this weapon that the doctor runs around. I like that the do- Jason's walking and the doctor's yeah. running. So the doctor clearly gets away. He gets away, but not. And then. Jason has the perfect chance to basically kill him without the weed eater part. Instead, just pushes him down. He gives him a good right hook. He right (laughs) hooks him, steps on the guy's chest to make sure he stays put, then backs up and starts the weed eater, and then goes in for the kill. And again, zero zero payoff. Well, we get the the doctor's face going... For a second, like For it's literally second. a second. But what cracked me up about that whole scene is like Jason realized, like, oh, I can't sneak up with this guy because it's loud ass motor. So I'm gonna turn it off because he's clearly gotten away from me. Yeah, I'll just you know sneak around him like Rambo, and then that's what I'm getting with this mean right hook. Yeah, the the person that actually makes that better is Machete in the first one, where he goes in to uh, infiltrate the boss's lair. And he's carrying a weed eater, and then he uses the weed eater against the guards, and it's just the <laughs> weed eater. But he's like buzzing the dude's hand, and he's like, "Stop it! That hurts!" You know, he keeps smacking the guy with it. That was better than Jason using the buzzsaw attachment. <laughs> better payoff, Machete. Thanks. This all leads to like we finally now get the showdown between Tina and Jason because after oh. this kill. She's like running in the woods the, the, and she comes across him at our little puddle. And that's where she first uses her telekinesis at him by like <laughs> making the branches tie around him. She starts to drown him in that puddle and then uses like the electric line that's nearby. Has that come down the ground? Yeah. She knocks it him. down and the does the sneaky snake. I'm a sneaky snake of electricity snake. and puts it in the puddle and we get a uh, Bennett from commando moment where Jason's getting like, I feel energized. Oh, I feel great. <laughs> yeah. All she did was give him second win big time. Yeah. That's all. That's all I could say. So they started. They, and all but I could do the was thing where when she put the deck on him, she's like, I killed him. Like you saw where you electrocuted him and all you did was made him stronger. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, he like pops right back up right out of there. I mean, it's, it's, comical like she like, then instantly runs away yep. she gets into another cabin and when she does he does an amazing like action movie burst through a window yes like and i'm not using awesome. doors yeah i like, love it he looks so bulking and raging when he's doing it well, it's, it's kane awesome. hotter yeah <laughs> kane hotter's like i don't want to do it boring i'm sure he was like all right i have an idea just turn the cameras on and then he comes running through the window. <laughs> Jason coming through. The director's like, that wasn't a fake window. He's like, I know. I, I don't, don't care. care. 
I like to, uh, that makes the movie bearable if I can just insert my own background dialogue in this movie. Now this is where the movie like pays off on its whole Carrie versus Jason premise. Okay. Now we finally get to see her use her telekinesis powers against him. She throws a couch at him, which I was dying of laughter at. Yeah. Because can you imagine throwing a couch at Jason? With your mind. With mind bullets. The mind <laughs> bullets. Dude, there's, I don't he know, just man. just thuds, gets back up, but then, oh man, it's so much better. She then throws a potted plant that has a head still in the pot. Yeah. And he gets headbutted by the head inside a potted plant. And he reacts to it twister. like he got headbutted. Like he stumbles back. I don't know. I I give Kane Hodder props because you feel like Jason's going, what the freak is going on? Like he's uh, you like, can feel he, him going like, what, what the hell? They yeah. they can now move stuff with their mind. I've been gone What's for ten going years. On? Yeah, he's like, there's <laughs> is this an X person? Is that is, is this X Men? <laughs> I read a comic one day. This is crazy. Yeah, before I drown, I got to read a comic. <laughs> this is Jean Grey, isn't it? Oh my god, dude! And oh. it, it she just keeps going, like constantly, just a light fixture bursts. The wires come. There's not that much wire excess in a house. I just want to say that right now. There is, I that, guess, if you poorly build it, and your contractor just leaves all that wire. I guess wires expensive now, so you, that light <laughs> fixture wouldn't have budged. But <laughs> and then. Well, I think he gets doesn't he, he gets the mask ripped off his face first, doesn't he? Yeah. So before all this happens into like the final final showdown, oh, like, I jumped. She away gets ahead. into like another cabin with the last two survivors. Um, oh, that's one right. was the preppy girl. One's like the boy that she's been interested in from the beginning, or he's been interested in her. I should say she really yeah. doesn't care. Sorry about that. Um, but the preppy girl's like, I don't believe you. I'm leaving. She's and Tina's like, No, trust me. There's a big hulking maniac out there. Don't go out there. She's like, I don't do anything I want. And she opens the door and instantly gets an axe to a face and then thrown across the living room over the TV set. That's a good and, one. And uh, that's what leads us into him getting hit with a light bulb, thrown through the stairs. Um, yeah, he falls When he down. does reemerge, that's when we get, like, not the first ever Jason's face reveal, but I think no. the longest lasting one. Oh, it's and the, the most longest. impactful because she like squeezes the mask around his head. Green goose ooze just starts to like pus fall out. It's so it's like gross pus. and awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the mask shatters and we finally get to see a full reveal. Yeah. So and I think that I think his face was revealed with the young Corey Feldman movie. Yeah, because he gets hit in the face with the machete. Yeah, and, and we it see it for like a second or two. And yeah, so, but this is the one where they went full on. Here's this the zombie what, Jason. Here's zombie Jason. Now, we're in a perfect spot. I just wanted to mention the other part I laughed my ass off at this was when he fell through the steps and they're down, they, they work their way downstairs. He busts through the little door under the stairs. Yeah, he busts through where Harry Harry Potter stays. Ha- yeah, it was like you're a wizard, Jason, and he busts out through this oh. thing. like surprise, bitch. I'm like this, how do you keep thinking he's dead and not going to come back? He just fell down. That's it. That's all Double it tap. was. How did you not know? At this point, though, you're on like October trap. I don't, I don't even know what word would be 
I don't know. I don't either. Where are you going with that one? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make up a word. I apparently I could tell. I do that a lot. You do. You really do. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we get the mass ripped off of and I mean, special effects wise, makeup wise, it's awesome. Looks great. And we can kind of start seeing like true facial emotion, which again, all props to Kane Hodder about this was he was able to emote. And I mean, okay. Yeah. He's got buck teeth. And that was probably the biggest thing that irritates me the most about the makeup was because he's got like the, the lip that goes the up gap. the gap and it makes it look like he's got buck teeth. So he'll turn around like, what's up? What? What's he doing? <laughs> Hey guys, you know, you, uh, come to my uh, camp. Yeah, you hit me with the snicky snake. <laughs> that really hurt. Then she like does the light fixture thing where the electric wires come down and choke him she out. Throws him into the basement, and then she of makes course, the... he comes back up through the basement. He grabs, grabs her, her, throws her in the basement, and it's just like, oh my. They're just going back and forth. It's monotonous. And then she like, he like grabs her and her jacket rips and she falls up against the wall and he pauses for a second. I'm like, this is what's going on with Jason. Yeah, He's on a rhino charge at that point. Yeah. And then she like, sees right, you've done messed me up the most more than anyone else has. Yeah. I'm coming after your ass. You have been the biggest pain in the ass. You're yeah. dead. Just die and already. She stares at a mason jar of nails and shoots nails at Jason and knocks him back as if he had been hit by a shotgun. And he gets one in the forehead, and I did like that he pulls it out of his forehead. I I did really like, like that part. <laughs> and then gasoline. She uses her mind to spray gasoline all over Jason. All right, yeah, so she bursts him with this uh, gas can it's like two gallons and it is all over him like, like high pressure out like a fire hose yeah at him it's, it's like you turned on the gas pump and it's spraying him down <laughs> yeah she did the zoolander yeah that's what it was <laughs> next to a fire uh, there was a fire in that boiler before they cut the camera over to it did you see that when she's spraying no, him that. so when he first gets hit if you look, the boiler is lit. That would have instantly like went woof for everyone in that room for that amount of gas that was pouring out. But he gets covered and she then goes and stares at the boiler and makes the flame jump out slowly. And now we get to one of probably the coolest things in this movie. That uh, I have one of the to give it things when it comes to, I think, fire stunt work in general, I feel yeah. like. This is the longest from point of ignition because we actually watch normally when we see it in movies, like the person's either already engulfed in flames because they try to do things as carefully and set things off correctly in case of an emergency. Well, this one was, it really does get ignited behind Jason Kane Hodder. And it was a full 40 second burn that he endured for this shot which at the time, I don't know if it's been broken since, is the longest record of a one-time burn for someone. A it it looks awesome. Like, everything about it It's the great. most believable thing in this movie. Like, even when they cut the camera ever so often, it comes back, and it's not like it was a new fire. It's like the fire got bigger on him. Yeah, you could tell that 
they shot all that in one take, obviously. Duh. Oh yeah, that and was then, all like, one they take. Edited it to where they're you know cutting the camera away and stuff like that. But yeah, so when we great. watch when we watch Tina and her boyfriend run up the stairs, it's just that fire under the camera. That is obviously done after the fact, but the whole Kane Hodder burn was one take just stitched in, but it's impactful because you see the progression of how bad the fire got. Yeah, which is great because then it leads to our Michael Bay explosion of the entire house. The most action movie of action endings for a horror movie. It really is. But the house just flat out explodes as if it was completely full of gas. Look, it was only on fire, and it's a cabin. I don't know what exploded. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> like I was like, it, anything that was a gas device was left on. But I don't even think that was enough to yeah, level the house or cabin, whatever you want. There was two stories. It's a house, and it levels it like shrapnel is flying out of the place. Yeah, like All I know is if I was a director and you're like, all right, well, we need any, like, can I blow up the house? Like, like, what if I blew up the house? I want to, here, here again, I'm putting my own dialogue in. I want to imagine he told the fire marshal and every all the per- permit people that we're going to burn the house. No, the it's house gonna is going to be on ember. fire. It's going to fall down real And casual. he told the guys to just rig it. Rig it all. <laughs> we got one shot, boys. And this is our time. <laughs> Rig the shit out of it. And <laughs> I want to be the fire. I want to be the guy watching the fire marshal's face like, oh, it's on fire. What the hell? <laughs> As he wipes away his eyebrows. <laughs> Full Looney Tune mode. Time. Everyone has burnt marks across their faces. Steals up a sign with an exclamation point. No, the, the fire marshal's going. That was quite possibly the coolest thing i've ever seen you know you're getting fined for this right oh yeah, yeah. Oh, worth it oh yeah wait what <laughs> so of course That's... jason is not dead yet no why God, would he no. be <laughs> just a house fire nate yeah and he was and in the basement we get such a bizarre damn ending to this whole thing somehow the dead dad who is not zombified, not corpsed up. He looks pretty much like a normal businessman. He's a dude with mud on his face. Yeah. (laughs) He comes out from the dock with his chains, wraps them around Jason's neck, and pulls him down into the water. Roll credits. And that's it. That's over. Done. Our, Our heroes get, you know, thrown into an ambulance, but... That's it. There's no explanation. Like, it is so bizarre. All we get is, like, a quick shot of her staring at the water, and it starts bubbling. So I guess we're supposed to believe that she figured out how to raise her dad, not, you know, Jason. And she's like, well, there can't be that many more dead bodies in the lake. Let me me try try again. (laughs) And again, they're at the dock. Like, no one bothered to go find the body of dad. Like, seriously. Oh, no, the deck fell on. Call that a wash. Yeah. We're dealing with local policemen here. They don't want to do that kind of work. Small town. Come on. They don't have the budget for that. They're still reeling from the house explosion. Plus, they know that's also where all the bodies that the mobsters dump. So, actually, like, she could have raised up, like, I don't know, one of the other mob boss rats or something like that. 
The guy would have come out uh, literally wearing concrete shoes every time he stepped yeah. those concrete on his feet. <laughs> that would have been funny. Anything would have anything would have been better in this movie. Um, I guess for sadly, I think it's the last hoorah for the series. Yeah, you keep saying this is like the last hoorah, and I'm like, this is literally one I skip over to get to Jason goes to Manhattan. Jason X, like, oh, that one's a blast. Stupid, you know. I don't take it like that one was done tongue in cheek. This one was done as a slasher movie. So I enjoy because yeah, it plays it so straight. It does. And I look, I don't hate Jason Goes to Hell. I honestly think it has probably some of the better gore in the franchise. And it it's just even more modern take on it. I, I actually enjoy that one. Um hate me if you want it's fine whatever i love action movies i guess that would be it that one and jason x are probably the two most actiony of the franchises definitely is oh yeah there's actually like action in that one but i will find myself like like you i'll be like i want to watch the movies i'll be honest a lot of times i skip the first one because you know it, it it takes a while it's kind the of first slow. one definitely takes a while. Um, the second to me, one, the second one is like pure horror. Yeah, like the, the second se- and third one. I think those are like classic examples of a dirty, gritty slasher movie. Well, yeah, because the um, second one we still don't have our trademark Jason yet. He's, no, we have an effective bag over the face, which is so creepy. It works. Then the third one, we finally get you know the 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 mask. Then we get a story to follow as it goes with Tommy for the rest of the movies. Then we get a weird one where he's not even in it, which does that one still have Tommy in it? Doesn't it? Because it's not Jason. That's killing everyone. Yeah. It, Cause it's Tommy's like all crazy. That's the work that camp. One. And then the sixth one, Tommy decides to stab Jason in the heart at the very beginning. That's when the lightning bolt comes in. Yeah. He inadvertently resurrects him. Resurrects him. So right. every death, from part six on is, is Tommy's, Tommy's fault. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then he drowns him at the end, which is what we get at the beginning of this one. Yep. Um, and then I don't think Tommy comes back at all. Does he? I don't think so at all. And I don't even remember how Jason comes back in eight. I don't remember either. I think I it might've been, might be lightning again. They love lightning. You know what? When in doubt, lightning strike. I need to watch With no again. rain. It has been a while since I've revisited them all. I just, and I could be blocking out that the beginning of Jason Takes Manhattan is, you know, slow, which I remember it kind of is because it's all talking about getting on the boat. It's a bunch of student talk. The girl is like crazy or something, or she's dealing with some kind of trauma. And from about the point that they almost get to Manhattan is when it really picks up on the boat and then. I still feel like some of the better kills once he's in Manhattan. <laughs> I, I enjoy that movie so much. Um, this one, not so much, man. I, I don't know what it is. So before, so we've, we've ended the movie and before we get into our stuff and we're still kind of early, but we haven't done a commercial break. And being that this is Friday the 13th and I want to do something a little different. And as bad as the movie is, I have something fun for everyone. So this will take about the same amount of time as a commercial break. So we should be good. So Nate, you ready? 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm very curious about this. This this is a nice. This is a treat. I didn't make this, but I just decided to do this. So everybody, just kind of sit back, turn your earphones up, and enjoy.
Now, if we get DMCA'd later on, those of you that are listening in the future, you may not have heard what I just played. Yeah, you may not have heard. Um, I, I look forward to Alice Cooper suing us. I just I want that cease and desist letter that has Alice <laughs> Cooper's signature on it. That's all we're trying to get. That's it. Fun we story. Go, uh, go for it. So annoying. Back when I worked at Hot Topic, Alice Cooper was notorious for shopping at any of them that he would uh, be in the city of that he was touring. Yeah. He never came to any of my stores. That would be annoying. The one time that he did, I think he came to Polaris, and I was working at Easton. I was like, son of a bitch. And then I want to say he went to Mansfield once. I was like, really? Mansfield? He played the Ohio State Fair one year um, when I lived up there. Which some people are like, he played a fair? No, the Ohio State Fair is kind of a big It's, it's huge. We got Willie deal. Nelson and Ice Cube coming. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's a big thing. Not like um, the fairs we have back here. <laughs> I even, there was a moment where I had a chance to do like VIP tickets with like one of my friend's sisters or something, but I had to work and I missed meeting him. Like there's been multiple chances and like I just can't meet Alice Cooper. And I've yet to ever see the man play either. We need to go. We'll be waning. It guard. needs to happen. Let's. let's I know. That's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. And you know, everyone's done it, but it's like. I, I know, I'm exactly. Gonna... But I want to do it for my own satisfaction. Damn it. No. So, yeah. Um, if you're listening later and it's not in there and I put something else in there, the Benny Hill song, probably. Uh, yeah. It's just me <laughs> that's, mocking it. That's what happened. But no, as Alice Cooper is the man behind the mask. The. the Song about Jason that doesn't actually say Jason. Um, it's clever. I love it, though. How do you like not? It. It's Friday the 13th. I said, screw it. I want to play it. I love that song. And it's the best thing so far about having to watch this movie and do this episode. <laughs> Other than we've, we've basically rewrote the movie, and I, I feel like we could do that. So, Well, I feel like we should just cut straight to it and get to our Raining Blood segment. Right, let's do some Raining Bloods. So I yes. feel like this is the first time we've walked through every single kill. So people at home could have been keeping count. They but may do you have tell them, but we possibly skipped some. I, I'm we not 100 sure. I think sure. we got them all though. I think we did. We may not have lingered too long on a lot of them, but uh, no, there are 16, and we have to count the dad that does die on screen at the beginning of he the does. movie. There are 15 victims by Jason's hands. And but, various weapons, and then yeah. the dad. And yeah. it's uh, an even split, eight and eight. Eight dudes, eight girls. Jason is non-discriminatory when it comes to this stuff. And uh, we don't count Jason. Yeah, also, count Jason. for the fact that we watched him get crushed, electrocuted, exploded, shot, nailed, and then now we're, I'm supposed to believe that a zombie dad drowned him. I would have been pissed in the theaters. I totally would have been eight would have not existed yet. So you would just been like, what the hell was that? Yeah, that's 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 the other thing, man. It's like you're watching this going. What did you what? What is this? This is garbage. I'd have been mad. I would wanted yeah. my money back. I don't know if I would. have. Maybe that's what's wrong with eight. 
that everyone feels like they hate it so much is that it's, it's dealing because it's after seven, which I feel is the weakest and worst of the group. Yeah, I'm putting it below Freddy versus Jason. Ooh. I'm putting it below. It is. This is my bottom Jason movie. And I know it seems like the perfect segue to go into our Machete rating, but we got a new segment that we have to do after Raining Blood, don't we, Nate? Ladies and gentlemen, our kill of the week. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week? All right. Um, so Nate and I have not discussed this ahead of time, other than we made sure we each had it. and we bo- I, I looked at him and went, I think we picked the same one. So we have asterisks with this. This is where we're going to get an asterisk to Charlie's patented asterisks is Nate. Tell me which one in the movie is your favorite kill. I will tell you the one in the movie. That's my favorite kill. And then we're going to talk about the one we think should have been our favorite kill. Yes. I'm curious to see if we have the same opinion. Right. So we'll, we'll each do the one that's in the movie. So what is your favorite kill in the movie? And I'll tell you if it's mine. Mine's kind of a simple one. It's when okay. the preppy girl gets the axe to the face because of how brutal the like plunge is into her face, and then she just gets ricocheted across that living room. The way her body flies over the TV cabinet, it's brutal. That Not- one is my kill of the week. Okay. Not my kill of the week, but you are right. I, as far as, and especially in this movie. And she's such a shitty character that it's a good payoff. Oh, you're waiting for her to die. I hate her character in this. Um Mine is the obvious, probably the one that it's this movie is probably most famous for is the sleeping bag kill. That would have been my runner up. So it makes total sense why you would have thought I would have picked that because one. Because they reference it later in Jason X. Kane Hodder has gone on to say it's his probably favorite kill he's ever done on film because it's just so effective. And we get that fun outtake basically of him kicking the, the mannequin and they kept it in the movie and I love it. So, we, okay, we have different kill of the weeks, which is fine. We're allowed to have different ones. That's fine. Now let's do the asterisks. So how do we do this? Should we say it at the same time? Yeah, let's say it at the same time and see if we got it. Okay. One, two, three. The head trimmer the axe the face. Damn, no. Damn. <laughs> no. What? I thought we were on the same page here. I thought we were too. What do you All mean right. the guy with the axe in the face? You get an awesome payoff of the of the aftermath. No, I the don't want. Saw, we get a big chase scene and we never get to actually see the guts come out. I, I agree with you with that. But that one, that one, I, I, I was expecting it so much and I didn't even get a blood spatter. But the dude that gets the literal axe to the face could have been so much more glorious like let the axe have been like stuck in his face or have the same upswing from commando to the guy's balls but to a face to the face or have him hit him in the face then pull the axe back out and the jaw separate off one of those like put the foot on the chest yes or something all right, I hear what you're saying there. Right, no, but and imagine I imagine a terrifying weed whacking hedge trimmer just going to town inside of a man's insides and blood and guts going everywhere. I would have loved it. I would. I would have, especially because... to the second worst character in the whole movie, the doctor. Yeah, he really is the second he worst. Deserves such a horrible death. 
his needed to be more painful. A I quick agree. second. Yeah. Yeah. I I wanted like the zombie where they rip the guy apart. What is that? Uh Day of the Dead, where you know yeah. the intestines and everything are flying. Or give me like Tropic Thunder where the guy's guts are falling out and he's like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> and have like the doctor still kind of alive, but holding like his own like liver. I get, I think both would have been any, any, any of the kills in this movie should have been elevated period. So I thought we were more on the same wavelength, but that's okay. That uh, means we got to talk. Time. We got to talk about four separate kills. Exactly. So. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, all right, man. We might as well lead this into our machete. I might as well. Uh, let's not leave the people waiting to find out what we think of this movie. <laughs> Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. <sighs> and a nice little Jason clip that we have to go with our Friday the 13th episode. On Friday the 13th. How crazy I, is that? I planned that year like months ago feels like years ago months ago when i put that clip in the show um i let's see who went first last i don't I think, remember i think i went first last on puppet Master. no i went first last on commando well that's right you did go on commando. Yeah, all right i'll do this one first <laughs> you go you know, that's what we should do i go first on the horror ones you go first on the action ones boom now we don't have to figure this out anymore i like it and then Done. when he when Pete's here, he just gets to go first. Yep. So no matter what, we know we the, look. We're solving a problems. Head nod to you, sir. Uh, hmm. Hmm. One of my favorite gifts is the uh, Kirk and uh, Doctor Bones Star Trek, where they're nodding their heads and you know back and forth. That's that's back us forth. right now. Yep, that's us. Um, this is difficult for me because this is my least favorite of the Friday Thirteenths. The kills do not pay off, but damn it, I love Kane Hodder. And I, I, it pains me to know that his first appearance as Jason is my least favorite movie. But we did get more with him, and definitely, in my opinion, some of the better movies of the Friday 13th franchise. This one gets a five and a half. Oh, okay, this is kind of surprising here. Now, um, rem- remember, five is middle. That means average. Okay? Yeah. So five is, it's watchable. I give it that half for Kane Hodder because had it been anyone else, I this movie probably would have been less than five for me. Uh, and well, for myself then, um, I'm giving this something lower than you. Not by much, oh. though. I, I'm, I'm just at a five. A straight five. Because okay. I still feel like I, I can find some enjoyment in this. Uh, I wouldn't skip it in a Friday the 13th marathon. I would still be like, no, let's watch this one. I don't think I'd skip any of them, though. Like, there's still enjoyment in any of them. And it's just so aggravating with what the MPAA did to this. So, yeah, it, it could be like a top tier Friday the 13th movie. Could it really could be. been the pinnacle. This one, the, the way things are set up. This could have been the best Friday the 13th movie. I even feel like the Friday the 13th game that came out a couple years back, like so much of that feels like this movie of like the hide and seek, the different weapons that Jason has. Like this is like, like a greatest hits of what you should have had. It just doesn't get there. And it's, 
Yeah. Especially frustrating because it's an excellent team that put it together. It's just it's not their fault. Yeah, I don't I don't fault the director who's yeah. also the special effects. I don't fault Kane Hodder. I don't fa- I don't fault the actors and actresses in this movie no, at all. I'm not mad at I, Tina I, at all. Like I literally hated the characters I'm supposed to hate. Yep. I, I think you're Tina, rooting for the characters you're supposed to root yeah. for. Tina, I, I, the only thing of hers is just awkward with having that telekinesis power yeah. there that's never explained. Not I that think it needs to be explained because we have a zombie Jason, but I Whatever. feel like I needed to explain, sir, in this <laughs> realm of Jason universe, you can't just start throwing tele because it, that's the only time we ever get this until we get to like Jason goes to hell and yeah, where it, his spirit is traveling. It's a like, spirit thing, but it, they gave, could also be the Necronomicon's reasoning for it. See, there's mm, that tie. Yeah. But that movie gave me, like, had that one not given me the gore it did, I would probably hate that movie just as much. Because it would be like, what am I watching? But that one, I mean, we literally watch a woman get ripped in half with a fence post. Probably one of my favorite kills in that movie. But, yeah, I I think this one just just falls flat uh, when compared to 11 movies, dude. 11. And that's not even including the remake. No, so there's twelve Which Jason. Takes the first three movies and throws them in yeah. the blender. Well, I can't. I guess um, we can't say twelve Jason movies. Twelve Friday the Thirteenth movies because Jason's not in the first one, except yeah. as a kid. But now this leads to our new segment: trash opinions. I still gotta find music for this. I don't. Was I, a I don't... little tricky. We'll find music. I, I, we'll, Somebody we'll send in a suggestion. We still haven't yeah, gotten any send emails. To the email. <laughs> So this one, I was like, well, what if I find someone that gave this a perfect 10? I like that idea. Yes. Yeah. Tell me, give me the best, like, do you have a best and worst? Uh, I got just the best. That's okay, all I that's went fine. for. We'll work with one. that. We'll work with that. Go for it. So this one comes from Dr. Hula Raj. Um, I don't know if I trust your doctor opinions, but I want to see my a certificate chapter in the series. It's night. And today is Friday the 13th, a special day for us horror fans. And I started my triple feature watching the seventh chapter, which is my favorite in the series. I remember watching a few scenes from this movie when I was little. Then I started watching them when I was 13. I'm a huge Jason fan. And this sequel, along with part eight, was the hardest to find. They didn't have it at any of my local video stores. In In 2011... I finally found it online. Friday the 13th, The Ultimate Collection, includes eight films with tons of features. When I saw it for the first time, I was just amazed with the storyline. Horror legend Kane Hodder, in his first performance as Jason, faces a teenager, Tina Shepard, who has telekinetic powers, played by the gorgeous Lar Park Lincoln. She's a magnificent actress, and my number one heroine in the series. Just simply incredible. The characters, and especially the climax, with awesome stunts by Kane. And I really love the frightening detail look they did for Jason. Love the entire franchise, but this one has something special about it, and that's the reason it's my fave. I didn't think you got internet access in the nuthouse. No, like, it's so strange. Like, everything that you just said was exactly what we said. 
but why it's not a 10. Yeah. All those were reasons why this is the worst yeah. entry. Uh, wow. And not watching it till like 2011 and stuff like strange. Yeah, That's weird. So I don't believe that man's a doctor. No, I need a certificate. I need to yep. uh, show me the receipts. All right. <laughs> show me the receipts. What's our next one? <laughs> so our next one comes from jp91 carrie versus jason okay the second supernatural supernatural slasher sequel the franchise the second okay i don't remember the first one (laughs) but go on jp uh tina is a girl with telekinetic powers and a big headache to jason the film is entertaining and the gore is good great makeup effects and decent acting the first Kane Hodder film playing Jason. The big default are some cheesy special effects when Tina uses her telekinetic powers. 12 years before Carrie, special effects were amazing, but in Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood, those effects are not very good. Maybe the budget. The sequel is good and one of the most remembered about the whole film series. Maybe because the script is a bit different in the franchise. Good fun. I don't think JP, who is a robot, has a robot vagina, knows what this movie is about. No. What does he mean, the sequel? The second Supernatural slasher sequel of the franchise. I don't know. Like, There's only one telekinesis. Like, no, no. Yeah, Jason's supernatural throughout the entire thing, except for the beginning of two, but still kind of. Like, you could almost believe young Jason never drowned, and he was just a deformed hillbilly guy living in the woods, because that's how they play it in the second one. But then as he comes back in further movies, of course it's supernatural. Yeah, as he keeps getting more and more bigger boo-boos. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess maybe because he got electrocuted back to life in the sixth one. But no, 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 sir. Uh, that's a bot account that just watched all the movies and made a review about this one. It yeah, took all exactly the key words and put them in sentences. I would love to do like how the people will feed a bot with all the information and it like, yeah. And then write something. Yeah. Like do that. Like have a bot watch all the Friday the 13th and then it creates a Friday the 13th script. You do that. Then you have another one, do all the, the nightmare on Elm streets. Then you have them team up to write the ultimate versus movie. Oh yes. This is what we do. How do you do that? How, where do I buy bots? I don't know. Where do we buy a bot to do that? Also Hollywood. Take one of those bot scripts already and make it reality. Exactly. Take take what me and Nate just said and make this reality. We've we fixed the movie. We please. So many free ideas. We still have Kane Hodder. I guarantee I could call him right now and he's good to go. He's like I'm him. That, you know that's that's. He still it. does conventions dressed up as Jason. I don't think he does yeah. them as often, but he did at the recent Horror Hound. So uh, make it happen. Friend of mine that does uh, conventions started throwing axes with jason and he has a trailer that they put axe thrower throwing targets and netting and you get to pay like a certain amount of money and you get to throw axes with kane hodder at the shows (laughs) that's lovely i would love to do that it's fantastic (laughs) all right man well happy friday the 13th nate yeah thank you for joining me on this friday the 13th next one we'll pick a different one please do seven again god no the reboot I'll just replay this episode. (laughs) This will be our Friday the 13th treat. We just keep replaying it. 
especially if it gets DMCA'd, I'll just move it around. So it, yeah, it <laughs> never going to catch me, Alice Cooper. <laughs> Not going to get me. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, checking us out on our Friday the Thirteenth special. Uh, you you know where to check us all out at the Give Me Back My Podcast Network. Listen to all the other shows that are on there. You've heard the spiel. If this is the first uh, first one you've listened to, go listen to another one. Um, this is a special drop, so we're not going to go through everything. Just thanks to everyone that's listening. I will say, though, give us an email at gmbmampod at gmail.com. Nate dies a little bit every time the day goes by. We don't get an email. I just look at my phone with a blank dead stare, and a little tear falls from right. my cheek. And he doesn't have insurance on that phone, so water damage is going to definitely ruin it. It's going to hurt me. It's going to hurt you. All right, Nate. Get us out of here with the good word, brother. F-U-M-P-A-A. Nice. Now, let's talk about how I get back home.